From the American College of Financial Services, it's time for NextGen in 10. I'm Ross Riskin, chair of the NextGen Advisory Task Force, and for the next 10 minutes, you'll be joined by our hosts and guests discussing topics relevant to up-and-coming financial advisors. Welcome, everyone, to the Next Gen in 10 podcast. I'm Matt Aaron, and will be your host for this podcast, where we will be talking to Rianca Dorsonville, founder of Your Greatest Contribution, about the journey as a millennial advisor entering and maximizing your career. Welcome, Rianca. I'm excited to have you on today's podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. How do you best add value as a millennial advisor, both to other millennials, but also older clients? You know, one, the, the most scary part of starting my own firm was, you know, I started my firm when I was 28 years old and I was like, I'm 28 years old. Like who is going to hire me? <laughs> like who's going to hire a 28 year old? Um, though I had six years of experience, I had my CFP, there was still this doubt of confidence right. and It wasn't until I literally brought on my first client this same day I opened my virtual doors of your greatest contribution. And I asked her, why me? And, you know, she mentioned one from a culture aspect. She had an advisor prior to me and he could not pronounce her name correctly. And something as important as your name is it's important for you to be able to say your client's name so from a culture perspective i was able you know i was able to say her name it's not uh a a that of a unique name where it's just like oh right help me every time (laughs) i talk to you so that was one and then the second was you know she mentioned that because this advisor was much older he wasn't talking to her but more so mm. talking down to her. Mm. And so I felt that boosted my confidence because, you know, I was able to meet her where she was in her life at the stage that she was without judgment or shame. And anytime I start a meeting with a prospective client, I say, listen, what has happened in the past happened in the past. Though it's important for me to learn about it and to figure out how you got here, we can't truly stay focused on the past because then you can't see your past and future at the same time. And so it's my goal to help you with your financial journey moving forward. And so I think that puts a lot of my clients at ease in order Mm -hmm. to truly open up so that they can be as truthful with me as possible so I can learn how to navigate and help them. Also, as a millennial advisor and working with other millennial clients, I'm going through various life stages just like them, whether I have either gone through that life stage or I'm about to go through that life stage. Mm -hmm. And so it's not that foreign or it happens so much far in the past that I can't empathize or sympathize Mm -hmm. with them. And so I think that is also an advantage of working with someone that is around the same age group as you. So, you know, as millennials, we are going through various life stages whether it's changing jobs and or careers and helping you navigate through that, whether it's buying your first home, whether it is helping through a death of a very close family member, whether it's expanding your family and helping you review insurance coverage and making sure you have the proper coverage so that when you are expanding your family 
that you're covered. You know, so just different things like that or talking about student loan debt, right? I can definitely empathize with them because when I graduated, mm-hmm. I had student loan debt and wanted to aggressively pay those off. And so that's an advantage. Another advantage, Matt, that I didn't know <laughs> until a older client talked to me. So again, I was very blessed with being able to bring on, you know, a handful of clients my very first week of opening, you know, your greatest contribution. And my website wasn't really done yet, but I had my picture up there. I had, you know, a few pages and I was speaking with this client and he was like, yeah, you know, so, you know, I, you know, we went through, I, he told me about his situation him and his wife. And I explained to them how I work with clients. I'm virtual. I don't meet in person, yada, yada. And he was like, all right, well, I'm ready. And you know, here's my insecurity coming out again, being the 28 year old. And because, you know, I can see certain things and I can see that he's been at his company for almost 30 years. I kind of know how old he is. And so I was like, well, have you been to my website? And he was like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And um, <laughs> you see the, you know, the clients that I, I, I typically work with now, I'm not saying I don't just work with just millennials, but I just wanted to make, basically I was yeah. beating around the bushes. Like, do you see my picture? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, though I may be very knowledgeable, I am not your peer. <laughs> so, right. That's basically what I was too afraid to say, but was yeah. beating around the bush. And so he was like, yeah, yeah, no, I saw it. And I was like, okay, all right. Um, he was like, listen, I know you're much younger than I am. And, you know, I've had an estate planning attorney and he's died on me. Mm. And, and I've had a tax planner and she's died on me. And so mm. I'm, I want to hire a financial planner that will outlive me. So the conversations mm. that we have can be passed on to my children when it's time. Mm. And I was like, wow, I yeah. never saw my age as an advantage until then. Love that. that that's yeah. awesome. I think you touched on a great point, and um, I think it's time for millennials for us to um, stop downplaying our ability to um, serve all clients in the marketplace. Absolutely, and I'm pretty sure, you know, when their parent tells their child, like, hey, you probably need to talk to Matt, they're probably relieved when they see you. <laughs> yep. I was like, oh, okay, like, what's up? Like, I'm not yep. afraid that I'm talking to my parent or, yep. you know, someone who is as old as my parent, you know, I feel like I can talk to you and just be really open and tell you about the mistakes that I've made, right? Because you may have mistake, you may have made them too. Like, listen, I know I shouldn't have leased this car, but I did. So (laughs) what what can we do until this lease is up? (laughs) Or, you know, just, just, you know, silly mistakes that we make as, as young professionals, right? But being able to talk to you, um, I'm pretty sure that you can help change their financial trajectory. So, yeah. I agree Absolutely. with you. We have to step up to the plate, millennial advisors. Let's not be scared. Our age is an advantage. Exactly. <laughs> Our age is an advantage. And I guess a follow-up to that would be just the importance of transparency. You know, personally, I've found that to go really well with clients, even helping being vulnerable as an advisor, helping them to understand that I'm human just like them. I make similar mistakes and why it's important to have a plan. And um, can you speak to a little bit about that? And I I don't know if that's something you do. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. And I, and I'm really lucky. Like I, I, I have such great relationships with all of my clients to the point where I'm invited to their wedding all the way in Colombia. Uh, and I'm not talking about Columbia, Maryland. I'm talking about Medellin, Colombia, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> or to birthday parties or celebrations, right? Because they feel like I'm a part of their family. And mm-hmm. it's because, you know, I'm able to be transparent with them too. And it is because of different things that I saw growing up and the lack thereof of finances or, you know, seeing my grandmother, um, she was basically forced to retire because she was ill on dialysis, but she was still going to work because she wasn't able to financially retire and nor was my family there to able to financially support the household. And so, and I was in college. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? Do, do I drop out and, and help the family? And my Nana was not going for that. And so, <laughs> um, but you know, by me sharing my personal story, in the journey of personal finance and why I do what I do and the various mistakes either I have made or I've seen family members make, it's like, Oh gosh, like she's not perfect either. And and she's human. And so I think once we humanize personal finance, it makes it easier for people to just be more transparent with us too. Right. Because we're not perfect, right? We're human. We make mistakes. We have made mistakes in the past. Mm. However, through our education and exposure to different things, we're able to make more educated choices and decisions. And that's our role as financial planners is to expose that same level of education and confidence to our clients as well. Love that. Well, thank you, Rianca, for uh, joining us today. For more episodes, visit our website at theamericancollege.edu slash podcasts. This has been Next Gen in 10, brought to you by the American College of Financial Services.